Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of That's Entertaining. This evening, today, tomorrow, and the next day, we'll be discussing the new movie, Captain America Civil War. Tonight, we're going to skip the what we've been entertained by. We're just going to jump right into things. Joining me is my nephew, Nicholas Alexander. And joining me is Zach. We're going to talk about all things Captain America Civil War tonight. Gentlemen, give me your thoughts. Spoilers. Full spoilers. Be warned. Three, two, one. Cap's dead. That's a lie. <laughs> There's no truth to that in any way, shape, or form. <coughs> I wish that was true. What? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he does bring up a good point. If you've ever read the Civil War book, I mean, he doesn't die in the Civil War book, but he ends up dying in the aftermath because of it. So, um, I don't know. What do you want to know? I think Nicholas, so, you can go first. Me? I mean, ask the question. I've seen this movie once. Mm-hmm. You've seen it once? Yes, sir. Nick has seen it twice. So he's, he's trumping me at this point. But some of us have to work, you see. There's this thing called a job. I, know. I took do off. It. I'm sorry. I took off. Chilled out here in East Peoria. You couldn't get it off. I had to watch the movie again. What else am I going to do? You're going to talk on that mic. That's what you're going to do. Don't talk to me. <laughs> sorry, man. So, Nick, you've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Tell me what... Give me the overall plot of this movie. What happens? Well, um, Captain America and Iron Man argue. And that's the premise of this entire movie. Like, I don't know. I feel like there wasn't enough depth to their entire argument. Like, Captain America was like, hey, what we're doing is fine. I can do what I want, whatever. The government can't control me. And then Iron Man's like, oh, I feel bad for killing people. And then they, like, couldn't agree on stuff. Well, well let's start with let's start with something about... Let's talk about the good qualities. Because um, I like talking about positive things, right? We all know that. Um, you guys don't know that, the listeners, because it's the first time you've heard me. But... I enjoyed the action, of course. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and any superhero movie, unless you really do it wrong, doesn't have good action. Even yeah. the worst superhero movies still have good action. Um, so it was fun seeing all the superheroes together. It was great seeing Spider-Man and Black Panther and Ant-Man. And it was a it was a enjoyable experience to watch. I really enjoyed that there was a lot of different locations that we were in. We were constantly going to new places, which is always fun. It was a travel of sorts. Yes, um, and I, you know, I felt, I felt like there was, there's, there's a lot of good elements to it. That, that, that much I can say without going into the nitty gritty, but I, yeah. I, yeah. So, so you had, and I'm sure you'll get to this in the plot, but you have this, this thing that happens, right? You have the, in the Avengers movie, the battle of New York, there was collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington DC, when the helicarriers came down, there was damage there. And then Sokovia. The city that goes up then comes back down in Age of Ultron, obviously there's a city that's falling from the sky that kills tons of people, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that, they want to make the Sokovia Accords, right? Stop you right there. Sokovia Accords had nothing to do with it until the mishap with crossbones and the bomb inside of the building. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that was the quote-unquote last straw that signified them doing the Sokovia Accord, even though 117 or whatever it was, nations agreed to it. The bigger collateral damage moments didn't cause the Accord. The accidental bomb going mm-hmm. off that maybe killed 15 people. 17, I think it was, right? 17 people Five is what caused the Accords to finally go through because they had just had enough. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, there's always a straw that breaks the camel's back at that point, right? Sure. I think it was kind of mounting up, and there was this, there was happenings, but then. But was it mounting up? Do do we really? We don't know that. Do we really earn that through the movies, though? That's my biggest problem with this movie. Not through the movies. You know, you have to think of like the background of what's happening. Sure. And the fact that it's the Secretary of State or whoever it is. Is that who he is? I I think so. I why th- I think why is Thunderbolt Ross, the man who lost the Hulk, the Secretary of State? You know. Speaking of no Hulk and no Thor, mm-hmm. um, which the argument can be made they weren't in the original Civil War book, and they're gone in this. Don't really get much of an explanation other than a few blurbs back and forth. Um, can I can I just say one thing out of the gate? What is up with the ten times that they had to pop a giant white word in bold letters on screen to tell <laughs> us where we were? I was in the theater with a couple guys, didn't know who they were, and I was sitting there. And they did it once for the 1991. Mm-hmm. They did it again for Berlin and all the a couple towns. And I got to about three times, and it started becoming a gag between the group and I. I'm like, they, they seriously are not going to keep doing this, are they? So we all had a running bet. I said, oh, they'll do it five. Guy next to me said eight. Ten times through that film, they had to treat the audience like we had to have a giant word bubble to let us know <laughs> what location we were in. Not not conversation, not maybe a pan shot of the area that we're in, nothing. A giant word bubble bigger than the screen to tell us where we were. And it was jarring. I don't I know that's nitpicky, but it became comical every time it would pop on the screen. It was like, "Ah, mm-hmm. oh, there it is again, number 6." But you got to love it when it said finally Queens. Yes. No. You didn't love it? Dude, no. The first time it said Queens, I freaked out. I was like, oh, they're talking about Spider-Man. Oh, they're talking about Spider-Man. Please tell me. Queen. And then I freaked out. Let's go back to Spider-Man. Was he needed for this film? Was his involvement, other than a cash cow, was his involvement important to the story? No. No? Hmm. No. I wish it would have been more important. So, he's the role that... So I think that when they wrote this story, obviously the, this treatment, that they didn't have the rights to Spider-Man initially. Sure. But they got him, you know, partway through this process, and they're like, well, we have to involve him somehow. Sure. I believe that Black Panther was supposed to be the role that Spider-Man should have played, right? So because of that, they actually had Spider-Man now. They diminished Black Panther's role, where, you know, Black Panther at the end, I feel like he should have been in between the two. He should have stopped that fight. But we don't get that. So I think that Spider-Man wasn't needed, but it was nice to see him. Ant-Man wasn't needed either. I, you know, I mean, half the people that were in this movie weren't needed. Uh, here, here's, here's what I can tell you. We start this whole thing off, and it's supposed to be about the Sokovia Accords, and that's supposed to be important, right? And we just keep hearing about Sokovia Accords, and the nations have all agreed to this. Okay, this is, this is what's supposed to spark the fight. Mm-hmm. The plot twist at the end of the film, which is horrifyingly bad... I would or it is you never there's two things about this film that drove me nuts the fact that Baron Zemo was completely changed and was just a random guy looking off the street wearing random clothes wasn't much of a villain crossbones bit the dust five minutes in and then you had the audacity to have Winter Soldier kill Tony's parents from a 1991 random camera that's sitting on a street in the forest why why? Why? Why so after building the Civil War up to the, the Sokovia Accords, why is that the moment that all of a sudden Iron Man's like, well, now I have to fight him? Do you really need that moment? Do you really need that moment? They set it up in the movie that you did when he had that flashback sequence. Sure. So that they set that up because of this ending sequence, right, where they, mm-hmm. where they show that. Because he's saying, like, well, this is how I wanted things to happen. 
but they didn't happen this way. Okay. And I'm trying to fix things. But now that he sees what actually happened, because he doesn't, he never knew exactly what happened. He knew the road, but he but didn't know But why have to his the parents. cheap, I, I find it cheap, cheap plot twist. It's like making the Joker kill Batman's parents in, in the 89 Batman film. Well, it, it's, it's, it's the... It's the climax for Act 3. I don't think it's a climax. I think it was it was a shoehorned in, let's have another reason for them to fight to the death. You already had the Sokovia Accords in line. The whole parking lot scene, whether you like the action or not, is throwaway. It's completely throwaway. Even the Wait, characters... giant, man. I don't care. The characters are even cracking jokes like, oh, you're pulling your punches, and oh, oh, I'm not really hitting you that hard. Why should I care? For all the crap that Batman vs. Superman gets about how everybody says it didn't build to anything, we knew Batman hated Superman because he killed a bunch of people. That's what his thought process was, which would drive him to want to kill him, right? These guys have a big disagreement about how to be superheroes and decide we're going to kind of fight and we're going to kind of make jokes and act like this is just a big wrestling match and have some fun with it and mm-hmm. then walk away. It's not a civil war. It's not that there's no there's no cost there's no worry. The civil war, in my opinion, really comes at the end when it is Cap versus Iron Man, one on one. Why couldn't you? Why why not do that plot twist earlier? You gonna tell me Zemo had seven scenes through that whole film and all of a sudden he's like, oh by the way, twirl my mustache. Here's the video that totally could have been shown to you on the internet, but I'm gonna drag you all the way out here just to show you this one video to get you to fight him. Because that's exactly what happened. There's no other way to chalk it up. Mm-hmm. They show up, shows him a video, that's it. And then Zemo's going to blow his head off until Black Panther just shows up and stops him. I was frustrated because I don't think it was needed. I think that fight could have been built from the Sokovia Accord. That whole registration act could have been what's made them that angry. You keep building that fight. Yeah. Don't give that big action scene to be it halfway through the film. Build it through the whole film. Keep building it about how the sides are disagreeing and having them cause each other issues. And then eventually it stops being funny and, and start making it where they're getting mad at each other. You don't have to take the cheap heat mm-hmm. and have him, have Bucky kill Iron Man's parents. And you don't need that. But there was a storyline in the comics that he did kill them. Sure. And so I, I was wondering if they would ever do that. When they did Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I was wondering if they would do that. And when they did that... I was actually pretty happy okay. that they used Winter Soldier for that. Sure. But the way that Iron Man finds out is a little odd. Like you said, Zemo just happens to have this VHS tape, right? Just lying around. And he's... he's well, it is kind of confusing, though. Like, why would Zemo want that to be the place where he shows him? Why does Zemo lure Bucky and Cap there? How do we? How do they find out there? I missed that point. Did you catch it? Uh, that's where all the other Winter Soldiers were. Okay, so, right. So that's where all those are, which they didn't mean anything. So that's yeah, they, why that was throwaway too. Yeah, that's why Cap and Bucky went there. But they with went this, there to, well, they went there because they wanted to, because he thought they thought that they, he was going to wake up the Winter Soldiers right. and use them, like control them to right. use them to take over stuff. See, I think so that would have been a better plot. plot. Right, and that's <laughs> yeah, that so that's why Bucky and Cap went there because they knew that that was the the eminent sure. threat. Why did Iron Man? We know that he goes there because he finds out where they went from going and asking people. How did Zemo know that Iron Man would have showed up there? Well, and how did how did all of a sudden we go from the airport scene and all the heroes are busted and arrested already and sitting in prison? And it's just done and over with. And, that was and, pretty quick. and halfway through the fight, all of a sudden Natasha's like, eh, I'm gonna just all of a sudden change mind and and stop you, Black Panther, from stopping it, which is fine. Which just, by the way, her I don't think her her little shock thing would hurt Black Panther nope. like it did. Um where was Vision through the whole fight? 
uh, Krillin from Dragon Ball Z does much better in, in fights. He was nowhere to be found, other than the first shot. And I'm sorry, I can't get over the the running at each other. I, I laughed out loud in the theater. When I saw them doing their running at each other, six on six, I'm like, none of this makes sense. What? Like, why isn't Cap throwing the shield? Why isn't anybody shooting a ray? We're going to wait till we clash? Well, you could have built that up differently other than to make it look like they're running halfway through a parking lot to attack each other. I just didn't feel like... It, it, it honestly, it felt to me like somebody was taking all their action figures and slamming them together. And then when they chipped something, they went, oops, sorry. That's how I felt through the whole film. Because I knew I knew there was no stakes in the film. I knew by the end of the film, I'm like, they're all going to be fine. Yeah. It's all going to be fine. And sure enough, at the end, the cap drops the shield. Oh, hey, uh, sorry, Tony. Uh, we're going to go underground, Secret Avengers, you know, kind of hinting. And uh, here's a phone if you need me. Yeah. Cool. Great. I'm so glad I spent two and a half hours thinking you guys were actually going to fight to find out you're going to hand him a phone and say, I'm sorry. You all want to rip on the Martha scene? <laughs> That's fine. How about the fact that they just, at the end of the film, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you see, that's another thing about the entire film. Like, they were all building up for this Kobe Accords for them to like have to like own up to the stuff that they did and people that they just destroyed. And Captain America didn't have to do anything. Didn't have to own up to No, anything. nothing. His friends had to. They went to jail for like five minutes before Captain America broke them out. Yeah. But like, he didn't have to own up to anything. Iron Man got all the crap. Iron Man was always blamed for all the mistakes that the Avengers made. And Iron Man's right in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and the biggest complaint you can have about the Civil War book is the fact that both characters completely flipped their roles. That was one of the biggest complaints, was that Cap normally wouldn't go against something like this, and Iron right. Man sure as heck would not be the one to be like, yeah, we totally need to do this. Right. So, um... It was evocative, though. It was effective the way that he decided to do it. With that woman coming up with the picture, this mm -hmm. is my son... You know, he was doing this and that. And I like the fact that it hit home to Tony. That makes me like the character of Tony a lot better because you look in the last few movies, he's kind of gone and just done his own thing with recluse and being like, whatever, I can do whatever I want. I'm the genius. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like how they're humanizing him a little bit here and how he's the one that does it because he realizes I can't do what I did with Ultron well, anymore. In the other movies, it wasn't like he was running around doing, oh, I can do whatever I want. In Iron Man 3, he blew up all the suits and had problems from PTSD. From but it doesn't matter. He blew up all the suits. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's already gone. <laughs> we already forgot that plot point. Well, the, well he makes mention of it, but... Yeah. yeah I'll give but then, And then, um, like, in, in Avengers 1, he goes up, flies, almost kills himself. And mm -hmm. this last... Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, the only reason he built the Ultron was to make the armor of suit around the world because he already felt guilty about the stuff that he was doing. But he already so, blew up all those suits anyway. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, I don't... <laughs> Some pretty yeah. cool suits, too. Yeah. I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really understand why, you know, why it is that that happened, but... Here, here's, here's what I have to say, right? I loved Avengers number one. I don't. I think that's universally mm -hmm. accepted that the first time they're on screen, it was it was not novelty. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of the Marvel movies I'm a big fan of. What I don't like is that Marvel, for all the great that they do, the one thing that I hate more than anything, there's no respect for their villains other than Loki. Mm -hmm. Loki's the only one. That but gets now, any any time and respect. Now we have Spider Man. Right. Spider Man has Spider Man's got good goblins. But you know what? But it doesn't matter. Carnage. All these heroes have great villains. They just take them and they shoehorn them and they throw them out. That's and that's DC or Marvel's problem is the villains. They've always been their problem. And Marvel, even in the comics, can be argued that their their rogue gallery is not as strong as their case in point. Doctor Doom. 
the best Marvel villain. Oh, in my easily, opinion. absolutely. I mean, I I, I mean, I love him. Magneto, but Magneto's kind of anti-hero. Yeah, Magneto's just villain and hero. Yeah. But Doom is a straight up villain. Yeah, right. And it's a good story. Good yeah, backstory. great story. But they have not figured out a way to properly present him in a movie. You had Victor Von Doom. You you just have horrible actors or script writing or whatever it is. Yeah, I would love to see. Marvel proper be able to get Doom and bring him in. I don't think this movie needed to happen right now because going into what now I know everybody the rumor is that the Infinity War is getting changed now. That's that's the current rumor. Getting changed? That the name is not Infinity War and that the Russo's are, brothers are changing it so I, we don't know yet. But that's not, that is what we're building to. All right. So you already knew going into the Civil War. How much could really go wrong in this movie because we are building to the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So, why didn't we just get a Captain America movie? Because this is not a Captain America movie. This is Avengers 2.5. Mm-hmm. Avengers 3 Point Light. 3 Point Light. You know, like, it's it's a movie that's, it's, I don't think this movie was necessary. It's still a fun watch. It's a great time to go with your friends and enjoy mm-hmm. and, and have superhero moments. Was it necessary to push the universe forward? I don't think so. I think Captain America should have had a Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. You could have easily made a whole story around him, Falcon, and Bucky. Oh, yeah. As a three-man team and having them doing things together. Mm-hmm. I understand we're still trying to make Bucky a villain, but he's not a villain. He's another anti-hero. He's a villain, but he's actually a good guy. So why not spend the time and give Cap an actual proper third movie? Because this was not a Captain America movie. It's not. Yeah, this movie obviously has the Captain America name for some reason. They could have just called it Civil War. And got then they would have gotten away with it. Um, but evidently they wanted to give it a Captain America title. But... I don't understand. Like you said, they don't. They didn't need this movie right now. We know that there was something. They're they're building toward the Infinity War with Thanos and everything's going on with there. But the nice thing about this movie is, is that it wasn't a typical. We'll call it Marvel movie. How most of them have been, like the both Thor movies, the Guardians movie, the first Captain America movie, the Avengers. They were all about these the the Infinity Stones. But I'm glad this one wasn't the typical. Movie. Yeah, I mean they did change the plot enough to not be the typical Marvel movie, but it was still a Marvel movie. The right. beats were there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I was, I, 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 I just get tired of, I remember 10 years ago when all we did was beg for serious superhero movies. Oh yeah. We begged. As, it was more, as, more than 10 years ago. More than 10 years ago. But even in the last 10 years, I think, and this, this is going off subject, but I think if you take these Marvel movies now, they're is, is extremely popular because yes, they're great for kids, they're family friendly, and you see all ages going mm-hmm. to these movies. Mm-hmm. These are not movies that make you think. These are not movies that make you question anything. No. You put the dark... This movie was. I don't think so. It could be. It might be. Because there is a... You could legitimately pick one side or another and have a reason, and you wouldn't be wrong or right sure. one way or another. But there's no questioning at the end of the film. You don't leave that theater feeling any different because everything went back to the status quo. My biggest thing is, you, and here's an example why. You put The Dark Knight out today, it's not as well received. Because we've already had The Dark Knight. Not even just that. No, it's, it's, too, it's too dark and it's too dreary and it's dealing with too many life problems. Because we're in a society now. This is a, this is a call to our society where we are not wanting anymore to deal with stressful things. Everybody's looking for an escape. Everybody's trying to just be... And that's not a bad thing. It's just everybody right now wants fluff popcorn films. This is why movies like Transformers and and Avatar and all those movies that are very thin do so well because you can just have fun in them. You don't have to there's no there's no gambling with your brain when you go into one of those movies. And I I think that it's unfortunate cuz comics deal with so many serious problems 
that when I see that in the medium, when I watch Daredevil and how it's got just a little bit of comedy, but it's very mm-hmm. serious, mm-hmm. that is what I love when Marvel when Marvel brings that to the table. That's Daredevil. my favorite. Daredevil and Jessica Jones are my favorite things that Marvel Cinematic Universe has put out thus far. I really? Loved, uh, more so than Avengers? More so than Avengers. I love Guardians. Yeah, Guardians is Guardians amazing. was great. Um, I mean, I wish Drax could fly. I don't know why he can't fly. But Guardians was great. Wait, what? Drax. Drax can fly? Yeah. Anyway, so I wish... <laughs> <laughs> so I wish... Uh, I wish he could fly. But... Um, Marvel, anyway. Nothing goes over my head. I can fly and catch it. My reflexes are too fast. But, um, like, go back to, to go back to the Donna Justice movie. He's wearing a shirt over there. Like, my friend was telling me, oh, that movie was had no plot. I was like, are you kidding me? That movie was so stuffed with plot. It was great. It made you think. It made you go through it. The problem that I had with this movie was there was no real conflict. Like, there was, oh, we disagree on this treaty. But there was no actual reason to fight. Yeah, this movie jumped around. As much as everybody knocks BVS about jumping, this movie was stuffed and jumping and all over the place. And mm-hmm. one moment you were here and the next minute you were here and then all of a sudden Cap has a change of clothes and he's undercover and <laughs> you're just like, okay, and you're smart enough as a, as a human being to kind of follow it, but you want to talk about underdeveloped villains and, and plot-wise very thin. The Sokovia Accord was forgotten Halfway through the film, it was just kind of like, well, we've had this moment. Where's the U.S. government at? Oh, we're going to give you 36 hours to take Cap down. Okay. Well, why are we pushing so hard to have it done now so we can take control? But Iron Man convinced me to give me 36 hours to, to, to go and handle it. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I don't know if I... But as well as the government had portrayed themselves and how strong they're supposed to be, where were they? I mean, yeah, I they weren't. Do you mean, tell me that airport see. was abandoned and they're fighting? And well, the there was the, the evacuation. evacuation yeah. But where was you? Tell me the government shield or anybody is not watching. Well, shield doesn't exist okay, anymore. Whatever. Quote unquote. Fine, CIA. <laughs> you're telling me that they're not watching that fight happen? Come on. Well, they're watching. They have to be. I don't know. I, I mean, it was. I, I got. I just. It wasn't a terrible movie. This is not Iron Man yeah. 3, Spider-Man 3, like, level of... X-Men 3. <laughs> X-Men 3, yes. It's not a 3, okay? It's not a 3. Uh, it, is a, it is a 3. It's but a it is a 3. It's a Marvel 3. It's a true Marvel 3. Yeah, it's not It's not a Fox 3. Um, yeah. It sounds like we're, we're calling out missile strikes. Fox 3! Like, <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> I just... I don't know, man. I, I went into this film with concerns heading into it, and I just... I don't know. I just it didn't click with me. So with this movie, what what clicked with me, what I liked is that what I got out of it. And I've only seen it one time, but this is a movie that's very much about consequences and choice. With no consequences. No, there are consequences, and, no, no, well. but they don't matter at the end because they're heroes and they all get away with it anyway. Because at the end of the movie, your your hero. But why? Well, yeah, we gotta get there. But the consequences are, I mean, Bucky killed, and this is you know can. Bucky killed Howard and his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. What what is his name? Her mom's name? Martha. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> so we. I don't know what her name is. It'd be hilarious if it was actually Martha, but they didn't want to use that name. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so Bucky kills them. He's not under his own control, right? But because of those that that what happened, and how does when does Steve know? When does Steve Rogers find out? 
that Bucky killed Tony's parents. Yeah, where is that at? Cause... That should have... From the character I know of Steve Rogers, of Captain America, he would not have kept that from Tony mm-hmm. for any reason. No. He would have said, hey, look, I under- this is what happened. Yeah. He's the- he would not have kept that from Tony. Exactly. But you see, remember in the other movie, like they hinted at him being almost able to lift Thor's hammer of Age of Ultron? Mm-hmm. But this Captain America isn't even worthy of doing that. What does that have to do with this moment? Well, with this moment, well, I'm sorry, but like you see, with this moment, like he has in the Age of Ultron, like the flashbacks that he right. had, which were like maybe he loves war. So maybe with this Captain America, we're not gonna get as much of a goody two shoes as the comics have made him. Okay. So. So maybe the modern times have worn on him, and he's he's no longer the Boy Scout that he was in the first Avenger. Maybe. Yeah, but they nice. but they're not implementing that in any way for you to think that way, other than to gossip as fans. There's yeah. no, there's no building yeah. to that. Oh, True. oh, oh! Let's talk about no building. Mm, sorry, Carter, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the bit, one of the most popular characters for females. She's dead. Well, nope. I mean, she has to be dead. I mean, she you know, was how yeah, old? Yeah, at that but point. but just to be random, just oh, by the way, I gotta leave. She's dead. And they're like, okay, we're gonna go to England. All right, she's back in England, or Berlin, or wherever they were. And then all of a sudden, half the Avengers are there with them, and I'm like. Okay, so and yeah. then they jumped. Who was there? So it was. Cat, well, it was, it was Cat Falcon and and, and Black Widow. I'm Black over that journey. Okay. But the point was, I'm like they're all here. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden they leave that. That like that never mattered, and they go right back into their. Nor- there was no reason for that scene. There was no reason for that. The reason other for that than scene the fact is that to make called... him turn and to oh, make him stand his ground. Stand his ground because of what because of what Sharon says. I heard the eulogy. Come on. That that yeah. he was he was going to sign with Tony, but then. That happened, and then he's like, "Well, maybe I can do this, maybe I can't." But Cap didn't do that in Civil War book. He was just like, "Nope, I'm not doing this. I'm uh-huh. going on my own." Uh-huh. Why does Cap need to have somebody convince him? Because he he trusts her. That's the one person that he trusts. He trusts implicitly. He trusts Black Widow. They built through that through every. Hey, you want to talk about messed up relationships and her being with Bruce Banner and that whole thing from Age of Ultron? Who's she with now? Nobody. <laughs> um, but why wasn't Cap and, and Widow? That was built up. If Widow would have been on his side and been, like, the one to say, hey, I've got you, and convince him, that would have made more sense to me after all their movies of them working together and getting along. And... Especially after Winter Soldier. Yes, so, like, why why would you not put her on Cap's side? Even, what's no, his name? You get Hawkeye. Why do you get... Where, where's Hawkeye? Hawkeye? And then, you know, the worst part was, like, even when, when Black Widow went against the grain and joined Team, Team Iron Man... I hate that they're doing that. But she joined Team Iron Man. Uh, who was it at the table that went, really? You're going to go with him? That completely doesn't make any sense. They like, basically say to her, you would never do this. Iron Man said that you wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It didn't make any sense. Why was she on Team Iron Man? You know what was great about this movie, guys? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wanda's accent. Just kidding. You went horrible. No. <laughs> well, actually, I Still bad. Still really bad. No, I read something about her, the, the actress. She was saying... Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, she was like, well, my character's been here for a while, so I thought about how would that affect her accent? Would she lose it more? Zemo has a worse accent than that. Yeah. Zemo doesn't even have an accent. Zemo's not even a villain. He's a guy off the street wearing a a coat. Should have a Prada bag on while he's at it. (laughs) Eating his bacon. But I do like the fact that as we talk about the villain, right, we talk about Zemo, he's not an Ultron, he's not a Loki or something like that, but he's turning the team against himself because he knows that he can't take him on. Yeah, but but, but he, if you turn them against each other, but he was so shoehorned in. Yeah. Did and the villain need to be in this movie? There had to be a reason. They had a reason. Sokovia, Accord, 
This is what the whole movie's supposed to be about. Is that is but the, the U.S. The kickoff go- of that was Bucky, or that the quote unquote attack. That it wasn't Bucky's it. fault to kick it off. Originally. No, it wasn't Bucky's fault. It that's was. what that's what caused it completely go awire or awall. That's yeah. that's what made it go completely out of hand. You, why? You had the Sokovia Accord right there. You don't need a villain. Don't don't take a villain and shoehorn him in. That's the villain it. is the UN. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you see the thing about the about what's his name? Zemo. The thing about Zemo though is like he probably already saw what was happening with the Avengers. So you hear the the people talking on the news or whatever, and they're all like, sorry, you hear people talking on the news or whatever, and they're all like, oh, there's Avengers need to be take whatever responsibility for their actions. So he was there in Sokovia. His family died in Sokovia. He wants to fix everything. He wants to get revenge. So blowing up or just doing anything really dramatic to hurt the Avengers was pretty much the only thing that he had to do. The only thing that he really wanted to do was just to tip the scale. The scale that was already weighing there. He just wanted... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really want necessarily to have a revenge as much as he wanted to see them just implode on themselves. So, yes, and that's what he wanted. He wanted them to go against themselves, but it was kind of one of those things where he, he wasn't necessary, but they had to have some sort of personification of the villain role. I think that's really what they were going for with this. But I do... I. It sounds like we're kind of bashing this movie a little bit, but I want to be clear that I, I have loved this I'm movie. completely bashing this <laughs> movie. I like this movie a lot. I'm, I'm glad you do. I'm glad but, everybody who likes it likes it. And this isn't my favorite Marvel movie. I still think Winter Soldier is probably my favorite because yep. that's a, a great film. Mm-hmm. This movie, it, it felt like a, it felt like Batman or The Dark Knight Rises, to The Dark Knight in a way. Kind of just goes a little. It felt it felt a little bloated, a little unnecessary, but still a good movie. I, I mean that's pretty fair. Yeah. Um, I'm normally not as hard on films as as. As some people are. I know there's a lot of people out there who, one side or the other, and they're going to be either, you know, I'll never go see this film because I saw a trailer, which mm-hmm. I'm not that person. I try to go to everything and say, okay, let's sit back and watch this. It's I think like judging a book by its cover. You can't do that. Yeah, and I think I think that's a fair argument to make. Yeah, I mean, it is it is bloated. There's a lot of good elements here. I just don't... It, it all comes back to there is no concern... There's constant jokes, the Marvel movie tropes of bad villains, the um, ex- extremely over-the-top fight scenes, um, jerky camera angles, which, by the way, in the beginning, my mind was, I couldn't follow, because right. it was the, the shaking of the camera, and, and I was sitting next to a guy, and he's like, are we watching a YouTube video being shot right now? It got better as the film went on, mm-hmm. um, and that might just be because early fight scenes might have been shot differently, but I felt the film was, was good, it was just... I don't know. I wanted a Captain America movie. I didn't need Avengers 3. 2.5. 2.5. I just, I don't think you did. The, Marvel did not need this film. It wasn't needed. There was no reason to have it. Because what does it do going forward? And what does it do to your, your so let's say you're a 13-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go in and you watch this movie. You're wearing your Iron Man shirt. You're going in there. Or your Captain America shirt one way or another. And then you see your two heroes fighting, right? I was talking to somebody today who hadn't seen it yet, and she's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to see it because I don't want to see them fight. She likes both heroes, and she doesn't want to see them fight. 
They didn't I think, really have a need to. I think Heroes fighting is a good... I don't know why everybody has such a problem with this. Heroes f- coming to fists and fighting like that, though, doesn't make... That's not a hero at that point. When you think that you're the hero and you're on the same side, ultimately, you you should be able to, you know, talk it out. So, so two best friends that have a complete disagreement get in a fisticuff with each other and end up being best friends at the end of it because they had a, uh, a an event that happened that caused that fight. Not saying that they're heroes or right or wrong, but are they really superheroes? What hero's truly, truly a superhero? Which one? Which one? There's nobody. Everybody has a side to them that would convince them otherwise. And Vision should have been the true superhero. Yes. But he, he developed yeah. a, a, a weirdness, Pers- too. Yeah, weirdness, personality, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to pick sides. Super attached to uh, whatever her name is. And this I goes back to the, the comic book where everybody was upset about it because everybody was acting weird and different and that the heroes weren't being, you know... It, it wouldn't shock me if it was X-Men versus Avengers because that's right. going to be a fight. Right. But that's still counter-argument with you where you're saying that they're not superheroes that they're fighting. They're not superheroes if they're fighting because people just take the assumption that if they're fighting, something's, one of them is, has to be wrong. But really, the, with this movie, the way it's set up, neither of them are technically wrong. But people on always a technicality have to... scale, On a technicality scale, Cap is completely wrong. Oh, yeah. That's not choosing, and I'm a Cap fan, and I would always choose Team Cap, but if you really looked at it from a logical perspective, Cap is wrong. But he's also right in the fact that, let's say, we see something that has to take place, and they don't want to send us, but we know it's right to go, mm-hmm. we, we have to go. The same argument can be made about the United States. The same argument can be made about any country getting involved with anything, whether it's the right or wrong thing to do. True. But at the same time... Members of the Avengers include Thor, who is not of this world. So why would he assign a Sokovia Accord? He's like, puny humans, what are you doing? Well, why not have Thor show up in this film and just blow everybody up and be like, quit doing this, you're all stupid. I wish we would have had Hulk in this film, quite honestly. It would have been very entertaining to see a giant man up there, then Hulk. Yes. That would have been great. Smash. Um, By the way, I do like that Ant-Man went giant, and as soon as he said I've been holding on to something, I loved it. I knew it was coming. See, I had that spoiled to me because I saw a Lego playset. Oh, did you? Yeah, with the giant man figure. So I knew, I knew going in that that was happening. So. I, I'm glad that they did that, and I thought that was well used. And I think with the next Ant Man, they'll probably go. Oh yeah, I did. Ant Man is great. Spider Man was great. Black let's, let's talk about, was great. Let's talk about Spider Man. Oh quick. yeah, go ahead. So we've had Toby, we've had Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. and now we have Tom Holland. We have a high schooler with appropriate age now. Yeah, finally, yeah. Nick. I think you're about the age of Spider-Man. Pretty much, yeah. What What's your thoughts on the character Spider-Man? I that's actually, portrayed I here. really did like him. Um, I mean, the Star Wars movie isn't that very. The Star Wars movie isn't very old, but I mean, I, I like that line. I like that Aunt May was smoking hot. That was weird. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Who plays her? <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was. God, wasn't she also the girlfriend of uh, my cousin Vinny? That movie was, was that her? That seems like that it was too seems. Old for her. I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember what her name is. Oh, she looked this up. <laughs> I just feel like what I know of Spider-Man. This is like a great personification of him, though. He's nerdy. He's young. He doesn't have everything figured out yet. I like that they put the fact that hey, I got these powers six months ago. Yes. And I'm I am super glad there wasn't a montage of him getting his powers, getting bit, Uncle Ben being shot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We didn't need that. We've seen that a million times. But like, like he. I just love the fact that he hasn't figured himself out yet. Like, figured out everything yet. He had that crappy suit that was hilarious. Which I love the fact, and you said this earlier too, that the the goggles, they Mm -hmm. they were literally 
dampening his vision because his, they were so heightened. And I love that aspect of it. Yes, and I love the, th- the aspect of the, uh, the goggles that Iron Man gave him because they also dilated and they changed based on the light going into his eyes. That's why I, that's, I mean that's why I think his eyes moved. I don't know why Black Panther's eyes moved, but like at least See, like, I didn't notice Black Panther's eyes moving. Did you? Um, I played the fifth. I, I, well, I mean I the second remember. time I watched. I mean but the first I love time. His outfit, though, yes. Outfit. Oh <laughs> my god, yeah. But anyway, with, with Spider Man, I love how he still had made the web web shooters. Yep. And I love how he was kind of like sarcastic when he was fighting people because he is. He always like is talking to people and like making fun of them and whatnot when he's like fighting them. With Andrew Garfield, we kind of got that. But he was also kind of a tool, like a major just kind of tool when he did it. Mm-hmm. But with this one, he was it was kind of right on the money for me. And then whenever like Giant Man goes giant, he's like, oh crap. I was like, yes, perfect. I don't know why I loved it so much. I just did. And he sounded young. Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire were men. They were grown men. They looked old. And they sounded old. You know what's surprising for me is, and I've never admitted this to anybody, but sometimes when I watch Chris Evans... I'm not sold on him as Captain America. Really? I, I don't know why. I've just always always envisioned Cap as a much more um, deep-voiced, more manly man than Chris Evans kind of is. You want the brawny man? Kind of, yeah. The the Chris Evans pretty boy, you know, it's okay. I, I understand that he's, he's a good Cap. He's really good. I mean, but when I, you know, and we're getting off track here, but it just popped my head and I was like, you know, I watched uh, First Avenger the other day. Because that was entertaining. Ah. Ah. Uh, and felt like Hugo Weaving as Red Skull like stole all the screen time away from Cap being Cap. But I still felt like First Avenger was a the best Captain America movie. Really? Hold on a second. Better than Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's all about Bucky. And focused on getting to Bucky and dealing with Bucky. I meant as a far as a full-blown... I love Captain Cap. America movie. Cap. My favorite Cap stories are when he's in World War II. Mm-hmm. And the team ups with Bucky and all that—that—that that, that to me is more Cap. Um, when I see him in the modern age, I like Cap better when he's much more tough and stern, and and he kind of was like that in the the first Avengers movie. He was, you know, dude broke everybody out of prison. So the more and more I see Chris on, Chris Evans on as Captain America, the more I'm like. Oh yeah, he's all right. I'm looking forward to 15 years from now when we reboot and see who else they're going to get to do it. So I liked him in the Avengers as well when he was portraying Cap there because obviously it was his first or his second movie, uh, first in the modern world. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of understanding things and becoming like I, I got that reference, you know. Doing yeah, that see kind that of that's when I, I liked it. I think now, and this this actually goes back to my feelings about this movie. It wasn't a Cap movie, and I think that's why I'm so upset, is because I wanted a Captain America movie where we got to see more of Cap dealing with life and, you know, teaming with Falcon and doing things with Bucky, and there's so many stories to tell with that. Mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to, is this is not a Captain America movie. If you named it anything but that, I probably wouldn't be as mad. But why, I, I, why, think, I mean, like we, we talked about before, they didn't really need to call this Captain America. They nope, just, could have just called it Civil War. They didn't need to call it Civil War either. It wasn't really. The I would have called it. I would have called it Captain America disagreements. Batman <laughs> disagreements. Or, Marvel's disagreement. <laughs> the people versus uh, the Avengers. Yeah, the people versus the Avengers. <laughs> the, uh, and uh, we should have had Daredevil in this movie. Where's yeah? Where's Luke Cage? Where's Daredevil? Where's <laughs> Punisher? Where's Where is Punisher? I would have loved to see Thor, Punisher. Hulk. This. He is totally different from all the other Avengers. He just picks people off. Well, he's not an Avenger. He's not an Avenger. I know exactly. But in the, the Marvel movie, they're in the Marvel movies. They're trying to make all the characters Avengers. They 
which I think Spider-Man Avenger. He's not an Avenger. Well, Spider-Man was well, Avenger. later, but he's like a kid now. He's a baby. He can't be an Avenger yet. Well, why not? He, he's starting to learn the ways. Now. I mean, but also I wanted to see... Tony's being his Obi-Wan. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. And no. trying to get with his aunt. Yeah, he is. Yes. I mean, who so what was the subplot with Pepper being gone? Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> he was just so depressed about Pepper, and I don't know. Just, yeah. Okay. So... We kind of got We're going off, track. off track here. Spider-Man. Thoughts on on Tom Holland's Spider-Man? I don't have enough time for me to give an opinion. It's the same thing about Wonder... No, no, no. I meant, like, I didn't get enough screen time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like... I mean, he got about as much screen time as Wonder Woman did in Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, the I mean, really. But about the same. Mm-hmm. A couple action shots. I mean, I think he got more action shots than she did. She had more character moments but um i need to see another film with him in it yeah i'm not i'm not sold because i I, we just saw a spider-man movie not even two years ago yeah that's a little bit disjointed for me um because i like those spider-man movies but i like the first uh, one uh, the second one's terrible um but ending of the second one's terrible yeah Yeah. the ending's terrible um but i i think it was fine for what they were trying to do i just i need more time yeah to see him i need to see I don't need Uncle Ben dying and all that, but I need some time with that type of Spider-Man and this young, young Spider-Man. Yeah. I can't wait until he gets a black suit. I love me a black suit, Spidey. I think that'll come in the Infinity War. I think it'll come. I hope everybody dies in the Infinity War. So so let's talk Homecoming. Um, Part of the... Well, I I went my senior year. uh, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Part of the uh, uh, Homecoming... or. The Bucky initiation sequence, we'll call it, sure. mm-hmm. is Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw that, I was like, "There's a movie coming out called Spider-Man: Homecoming." Yes. What? Why? This is gonna This is gonna connect somehow. What are they doing here? I don't know. Because at first I was like, "Okay, did Winter Soldier now kill Peter's parents too?" Because how? What's the story that we're gonna go with with Peter's parents with this movie? I wonder. Because in Amazing Spider-Man, they were spies, and in the Spider-Man movies in the 2000, what what happened to them? Did they just die in a car wreck or something? Yeah, they didn't really cover it. It was just like Peter loves with Aunt Aunt and Uncle Ben. I think they did. I thought they left and they died and something happened where the parent or the aunt and, and uncles had to watch them. I need, I need to go back and watch those again. Also, it's been a so, long time. well, here's a question: Where are we going? Is Infinity is Infinity going to happen and all the heroes are going to die? What's the end of Phase Three? There's no Phase Four announced. What happens? So I mean, we got. As far as movies coming up, we've got... Doctor Strange. Strange. Then I mean, next year we have Spider-Man Homecoming. We have Gambit. And that's not part that's of the That's Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry that they <laughs> sold their rights and I can't keep up. <laughs> so, um, uh, next year we've got uh, Homecoming and we've got... Is Black Panther next year? Uh, 2018, I think. Thor Ragnarok. That's yes. next year. And Ragnarok's going to have Thor and Hulk in it. Yep. So, then after that, the next big one, I think, is Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Probably two years away. Which then, when Tony Stark will pick up that phone that Iron Man gave, or Cap gave him, and be like, hey, thanks for this old phone. I'm calling you on it. There's this big guy who looks like Darkseid outside. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> who existed first? They or Darkseid. Darkseid. Did he? Yeah. He also looks like Apocalypse. Yep. Why are they, why are they all, like, purple? They're all three big, giant, angry aliens. <laughs> Um, I am looking forward to Apocalypse, though. I do have to say. You know, I think those movies get so ragged on. The first two, First Class and um, Was It Days of Future Past? I loved them. I thought they were great, especially compared to the old movies. I mean, I... I, X3, yeah. Days of Future Past. X3 is a fantastic work 
of junk <laughs> is, is the best way Same to describe it. Same with Origins, that. though. Origins wasn't good either. No, that's a terrible movie. But The Wolverine was good. Um, it was alright. The thing I love about uh, the Days of Future Past, though, holds a special place for me because it undoes the bad things that X3 <laughs> did do. Yeah. So. And it's nice that they tied those all together. Right. So as we kind of look back here, I mean, we could talk for hours on this movie, I think. Yeah, none of us stayed on track. We kind of went all over yeah, the place. We're we sorry, everybody. We, we went about, we jumbled around as much as they jumbled around in the movie with the locations. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and make sure to pay attention to big, bold letters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was a good movie. Next, we're going to be talking about the X-Men movies again. We're going to go back into uh, Days of Future Past. No, The Wolverine is the next one we're talking about, speaking yeah. of X-Men. So watch for that next week. Gentlemen. Thank you for joining me for this discussion. Yes, sir. It'll, it's been a pleasure. I need to see Civil War again before I can really understand my thoughts on it, but this was kind of nice to have it just a little back and forth. I know that you, we all had kind of different opinions of it and different expectations, probably. Mm -hmm. But I think, as a whole, we're, we're growing together. And we were entertained. <laughs> and you were entertained. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening, and we hope that you have been entertained.